Chilies, it is the first day of fall and I am so excited. We have such a cool lineup for you for October. We're doing a hometown hero series. So it's all of the spookiest, coolest people that are local to or around Philadelphia. I think you're going to love it. Uh, and if you do love it, there's a lot of ways you can support us. The, the quickest, easiest way is to uh, subscribe, give us five stars, leave us a review. Uh, we do have one one-star review that I can't stop staring at. So I would really appreciate it if you, if you enjoy the podcast to just show us some love. And if you really, really like it, we do also have a Patreon. You can find that and more at our Instagram, at Real Chills Podcast. And you should just follow the Instagram too, because I've been posting videos, uh, pictures, just all kinds of fun stuff. So as October comes through, I'm going to do everything I can to get you guys in the spooky, creepy, funnest Halloween moods. And to start us off, we have a shiver. Melissa is back. And I think you're really going to enjoy this. So check it out. Real chills with Meg Getz. Real scary, real silly, real stories. Hey everybody, welcome to Real Chills. Today we have a shiver for you. So you know what that means? Melissa's back. Melissa, what's up? Hi Meg, so excited <laughs> to be back. I love having you on. It's so much fun. Uh, I love being here. <laughs> so um, what's new with you? Um, uh, you know, not much. No, I got, I got married. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I got, was there. That was fun. Yeah, I got was... married three weeks ago now. So <laughs> that's weird. I think oh my gosh. The, the weirdest thing is referring to him as my husband. Right. Like I still say it and I feel like I'm like, like, it's like imposter syndrome. I'm like, I can't have a husband. Like, old people have I'm husbands. too young for this. Yeah. Yeah. And then it also felt like I was like, do I just sound like like I'm like bragging? <laughs> I never thought about that, but that's so funny. Like, It's like, okay, Melissa, calm down. My husband went to the store. Like, we like, get it. Someone committed to you. Yeah. That's so but, funny. But I do also feel like it carries more. Like I was selling something on like Facebook and someone went to pick it up and I was going to be out. So I was like, oh, my husband will bring it out to you. And like that just sounded much more official, I feel like, and less scary than like my boyfriend will bring it out to you. Like even though it's not like people marry shitty people that's so weird yeah 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 it means at some point you guys had some form of money to get married (laughs) yeah yeah oh my god I love that your wedding was beautiful people keep commenting I keep being like okay guys I get it like my family is like Melissa looked so beautiful and I'm like I was in those pictures too you know But yeah, no, you did. You looked really beautiful. Thanks. You yeah. also look great. My, actually, it's funny because my mom was commenting. 
she said, oh, Meg looked so graceful coming down those stairs. Like the pictures of her, like she just held her dress like perfectly. It was so graceful. I was drunk at that point and so nervous. <laughs> you were probably like that perfect amount of drunk that it oh. made you like relax enough. To, yeah, like, yeah, I wasn't that bad yet for yeah. sure. But um, yeah. yeah, everything was so great. Everything went, yeah. there was no drama. Normally weddings no. have drama and like, this was like just like a straight shot. It was per- your dad, yeah. Melissa's dad, had this hilarious speech with uh, uh, props. Yeah. Her dad is so funny, and he he's basically a comedian. And he had like a torch that he made her little brother hold, which was so funny. And then he passed it on to Frank. The whole thing was really great. <laughs> yeah, Frank was told at a certain point in the speech, "I'll give you a look and go in the bag and take what." take out what's in there and you'll know what to do with it this is really dark trigger warning what if it was a gun what if your dad was challenging him to a duel right then and there <laughs> like, like for your you'll you know, know what to do with it <laughs> yeah. no it wouldn't have, no your dad said some really nice stuff about your mom too which i thought was so sweet oh yeah which is extra nice viewers because they are divorced <laughs> oh yeah i guess i yeah i guess to like the uh viewers more listeners <laughs> yeah i guess they didn't realize why that would be so nice but um oh you're saying nice stuff about his wife <laughs> yeah. meg no. has very low standards for husband. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yet here i am husbandless <laughs> No, I it's just want him to say nice things about me every <laughs> once in a while. Only when our oldest is getting married. That's the only time I expect it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it was so God, I was so sad. That's why I texted you like that. I was like, oh, it's over. Damn. Dude, I I am like crazy. Like every once in a while I'll be like, look, like we started getting our pictures back, like the professional ones. And I look at them and then I'm like, I'm so sad. No, don't be it was really good. That's why. I just want to do it again and again. (laughs) I want to do it again as not the bride. Oh, well, you're going to get to see, right? Like, cause now it's just our friend group. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Like you want to be like in the parties? Yeah. Or do you mean like you want your friends and family there, but it's someone else getting married? I want it to be my wedding. Like I want to do my wedding again, but not have to run around talking to everybody. That's fair. Like I want to experience my wedding as a guest. But... I thought you did such a great job though. Well, maybe it's because yeah. I'm just going off my experience, but you like, I don't know. When September came on and you found me, I was like, oh, Melissa's yeah. my friend. <laughs> because yes. I just expected you like if you hadn't I wouldn't have like been my feelings would have been hurt like because you're just doing your thing you know what I mean like yeah it's just yeah. and then Thunderstruck we played uh, uh listeners we'll get into spooky stuff don't worry yeah. this isn't me just gonna rehash the whole wedding but we played Thunderstruck which is this drinking game where you listen to Thunderstruck and every time they say thunder um the person switches drinking and someone gets screwed and of course I got screwed and then you helped me and then I was just drunk enough that I was embarrassed and I was like no Melissa probably just wanted to do thunderstruck and I'm being a drunk dummy anyway and then I watched a video and I'm like you can see me like behind you chugging with you drinking because I was like I can handle it and I was like oh no Melissa just wants to I knew you could I just was like I want to participate it's your wedding if I was any level of sober I would have just let you but I was I also I was watching the 
the video, like the first round of it. And I was like, oh, this is really good. I was like, wow, there's like a lot of video of me though. And then I was like, oh, well, I am the bride. Oh, yeah. I was like, why is it so much of me? That's so funny. Because it's your, (laughs) did you show your grandma yet? Sorry, listeners, one more question. Not not yet. We're like going to do a whole thing. I have to go see her. Yeah, I'm gonna like put my dress back on and then oh. go watch it with her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because <laughs> Melissa's grandma couldn't be there. So they were they yeah. it specifically for that. Eric yeah. did it. Eric Schaefer. Mm-hmm. I called him by the wrong name at your wedding. It was really embarrassing. I was a yeah. mess. This was great. <laughs> but I had so much fun. Thanks for inviting me. Yay. <laughs> I called so him fun. Alex because I was hanging out with Alex all day. And then I was like, uh, you're not Alex. I'm sorry, Eric. I swear <laughs> I know you. Um <laughs> I literally introduced you to and then I forgot his name. It was really important yeah. to me. Yeah. Shout out to him. He did an awesome job. That makes me happy. He does great. If anyone in the Philly area is looking for a photographer, Eric is awesome. Yeah, he does photography. And then, yeah, he did my videography. And he was, like, super chill and, like, not at all in the way, which is great. And, like, yeah, so. That rocks. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, in anyway. light of, <laughs> let's get to the spooky stuff because people probably, hopefully they haven't tuned out yet. We'll see. Hopefully they don't get, they do not care about my wedding. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> well, I'm going to send this to your mom also, because she's been asking me to send the podcast and then I just didn't do it. Also, your mom is great and wonderful and beautiful. I can't compliment your dad and not your mom. Yeah. I think she my should mom. do stand up. I like, oh my God, I got drunk and started taking pictures with your friends and family that I just met that night. I have so many drunk pictures of like me with your mom. And I think your cousin. And I was like, I'm going to post these. I don't know what I was doing. It was a whole thing. I send them to me. I need to see them. <laughs> to you. They're so drunk. It was just, you wait. Perfect. Okay. So I figured, I know you just got married, so this doesn't really apply to you, but for our shiver, we should talk about some lesser known haunted wedding venues. Yes, I love Heck it. Yeah. I also picked places where I was like, this is an interesting place to get married in general. Mm, okay. So um, the first one that I picked was the historic Anchorage Hotel. And like in Alaska? In Alaska, in Anchorage, wow. Alaska. Wouldn't okay. that be crazy? That would be. I pulled this list of venues from the article, Wickedly Haunted Wedding Venues of Across America by Allison Dickman. I was actually looking at the hotel and I found a comment left by just the name Johnny in an article talking of, about the hotel. So it's kind of like a quick one, but I'm going to read that first. So Johnny says, yes, the Anchorage Hotel is haunted. We are having a wedding and reception in their event room. So we went downstairs to get more chairs. We looked and the chair was moving. No one else was down there. Then the chairs were all just moving by themselves. We ran up the stairs very fast and we told our host instead of freaking out or like acting like this is strange. She just had an employee get the chairs for us. Whoa. Uh, and then we just hurried out of the, the hotel and we never went back again. Wait, so did they end up not getting married there? <laughs> no. Well, at the wedding, like they, I think, I don't know if they were the people getting married because they were like oh. getting chairs and stuff. Okay. It would take a lot of ghosts to get me to leave your wife. <laughs> yeah. yeah. to be doing some like the ring shit for me to be like, no, you know. I know. And like moving, moving a lot of chair though, that, that's like intense haunting. That's really like, like one chair. Multiple chairs. But unless it was menacing, like moving chairs around, yeah. like, ah, maybe they're trying to be helpful. Like, yeah, like, they could have just like, been trying to help. Growing at the chairs at me, then we'd have a problem. Right. Like, yeah. 
and that's, he didn't really so... i should have commented <laughs> and been like johnny i need more yeah because <laughs> i like that comment because it was specifically referring to a wedding haunting at the place yeah. um i know just in general it's not like that crazy but i think you're right like if they're like throwing chairs at you or something it's a much different experience than just like sliding around yeah i don't like it either way no I say that like I wouldn't also have run out terrified and never gone back. Like I like to think I'd be cool with it, but there's no way. Weirdly, I um I don't know. I I think I'd be excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like if I, would. Saw it, I don't know. I would yeah. be scared. No, you're yeah. <laughs> you okay. would be. So who could be haunting the hotel? Back to the original author. Some believe it's Anchorage's first chief of police, John J. Sturges. Oh my God, he left his own review. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. He got onto the internet and <laughs> wow, the guy throwing the chairs was really strong. It was crazy. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It was like a really hot ghost. Good mustache. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah i messed up his name it's it is john it's john j sturgis he was his nickname is blackjack so that was like written in there he was found shot in the back by his own gun in the hotel in 1921 it's said that he visits the scene of the crime every year to find his killer as his murder remains unsolved to this day Ooh, yeah shot in the back with his own gun that's rough that's, yeah because chief of police yeah but this was like when you think about I, what was this did it say the 1920s or something I, I said that 1921 yeah uh, alaska in the 1920s had to be like no man's land right like only mm-hmm. the toughest people were living because i think about that with like the wild west too like it was crazy so yeah, i don't like, blame him for like losing probably all just like what like fishermen and i don't know like uh probably like fur trappers yeah and fishermen and prostitutes right. <laughs> yeah if I, if I had to guess um, yeah probably just a lot of really tough scary men yeah so i don't blame him for losing his gun yeah but that's kind of a bummer i mean the other thing is like how are you gonna find your killer whatever i i like tried to look into the story but it was it seemed like he was in a shootout or something i i couldn't hmm. so i was like i don't know I hope he just likes to stay there because it's nice and he's not like trying to find his killer because that just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Um, and There's then, no clues left behind after a hundred years. No, it's not like you can like shake up like the front desk person. <laughs> Be like, no. what did you see? <laughs> yeah. That would be interesting. Like if the ghost of the killer came back and was like, I'm here. Yeah. Tell you again. <laughs> you <found me>. yeah. <laughs> it's been a hundred years. I'm ready to tell you everything. <laughs> And then there was another article, according to Haunted Rooms, the Haunted Historic Anchorage Hotel, several guests have reported seeing the apparition of a young girl walking in the second floor hall. The television in room 217 and 215 turns on and off on their own. Faucets in the room, sink and tub run on their own, despite regular checks by plumbers. There's also a ghost of the woman who hung herself while still wearing her wedding dress. It's believed she was heartbroken. (laughs) I'm sorry, Melissa. I know. I believe she was heartbroken when her groom failed to show up on their wedding day. Guests have reported seeing pictures fly at the walls and various faces and figures appearing in the hotel halls. 
Hotel employees are bothered by these ghosts so regularly that they have to keep a diary to log all the activity. And they do kind of talk about it on their official website. Oh, Carol. I would love to get my hands on that diary. I would too. I mean, they don't seem to shy away from it. Like if you, it's like a historic haunted hotel, like they have like a page for it and everything, which is cool because most hotels do. I kind of like, I don't know when I hear like a, a dead bride story i wonder because there's so many urban legends about that in hotels that i'm like a little bit skeptical of those and this is just a shiver so i didn't like dig too hard into it but i'm like i'm gonna just choose to not believe that because i was trying to write a joke about it and it's like i understand true love is hard and like maybe back then getting married was like the only option or but like killing yourself over a dude no i don't know i mean i'd be sad sure Maybe I'm just so ratchet. Like, I think I'd just go out with you guys. Like, Dude, I'd be that's, like, I would, especially if we had like the after party plan, like, I'd be like, sorry, groups, family, you're uninvited. Yeah. The rest of us are about to turn up. Yeah. <laughs> we're making something. We're, yeah. Yeah. Like, dodge the bullet party. But I don't, because I've never been in that scenario. So I don't want to not show empathy because, like, yeah. I don't know. I just hate those stories. It makes the women sound weak. It makes it sound like their whole identity is wrapped up in this dude. Yeah. And that is like, like, I mean, woman in white is very cliche, but like woman in wedding gown is like, I feel like a very cliche ghost story. And especially yeah. if they didn't provide any more details than just a woman. No, they didn't. You know, like, yeah. Know. Yeah. So, I mean, that one I'm going to choose like to take with a grain of salt, but the other stuff and the fact that they log it all, like yeah. the, the flickering TVs, I mean, I also wonder because this hotel is probably is really old. Mm. I don't know. Plumbing is rough in old buildings. Yeah, it is interesting. Well, I don't know that it's in specific rooms. I'd be curious if like the ghost girl, like the little girl that they say they see, if there's anything about like like who she could be. Yeah. Yeah, it is interesting. They have like a full backstory for like the sheriff. You know, like, I always, like, yeah. find more believable when there's, like, a specific person with, like, a specific story that is somewhat verified. Right. I do think, though, everything that I'm saying, like, to disprove could also, like, the fact that it's so old and it has so much history, like, it's it's tough because I feel like record keeping way back when, especially, again, in places like this, weren't, isn't very reliable, like, when yeah. I went on that um, goat tour in Denver, they'd be like, the news would purposely report super ambiguously about stuff. Like everyone in the town knew the person was killed, but they wouldn't outright say it. They'd say there was an accident and uh, this happened. And everyone would read it and be like, oh, that was not, there's no way. You know what I mean? How could yeah. he have stabbed himself in the back or whatever? You know what I mean? Especially probably if, if like the suspected person who did it was like someone in power you know no one's gonna like accuse the mayor's son of you know doing the murder they'll just say it was an accident yeah or if they're scary like you don't want to be a reporter reporting that like a really violent killer who lives next door to you killed somebody you know what i mean right 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 right. you're next so i would love i've never been to alaska it's not high on my list but i would still really like to go I have heard um, a couple of my relatives have actually taken cruises to Alaska and I hear it's gorgeous. 
Could you it imagine just having nice? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I would be a mess though with like if I was there during the like 24 hour daylight. Oh, I couldn't do that. I, I couldn't do it. Cause I'm already like a night owl. So mm-hmm. it would just I would my sleep schedule would become a nightmare. Could you imagine leaving a bar? at two in the morning and having it be daylight like, i don't even like leaving the movies and it's still being day out. Yeah. <laughs> like, my brain is like no absolutely not yeah 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 i feel like i have done that where like i feel like we were like out really late and i was just like this is a nightmare yeah. anyway that was a boring story but it is terrible <laughs> um but yeah so that's the historic i don't know it just looks really beautiful and yeah i don't want to go there Let's do it. (laughs) Take a trip. Let's go. (laughs) So the next one I wanted to talk about is Big Nose Kate Saloon in Tombstone, Arizona. I know. Um, So I love the name. Being in Tombstone. I know. In Tombstone. So spooky. Sounds scary. I think it is a ghost town, like partially. So according to that same article, um, this was built in the 1800s. The saloon sits in the present-day ghost town of Tombstone. Uh, it was once a popular hotel visited by the likes of Doc Holliday and Ike Clanton. It is now the infamous haunt of miners and cowboys. One such spirit, known as the Swamper, is an old oh. miner. I know. <laughs> I love it. I love it, too. It's an old miner who hid his silver in the saloon and lurks in the hallways and basement to protect it. Oh, he's like a dragon. <laughs> he is. Yeah, he keeps his treasure down in the basement. The swamper. Cowboy apparitions have also been spotted standing in doorways, knocking over cases of beer, or grabbing a drink at the bar. Many visitors have reported seeing the ghosts in the pictures taken on their visit. So look closely at those wedding photos. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to look into swamper a bit nor- more, but also Big Nose Kate. So. Yeah. Big Nose Kate was a prostitute and romantic interest to Doc Holliday. Um, but other than that, she doesn't have a direct connection to the facility. She was just a well-known person in Tombstone. Isn't that it's weird? named after her? Yeah, after her weird nickname. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, I guess lean into it. I don't know if I, how I would feel. If I saw a picture of like... her. Her nose is not that big. Oh, that's... Maybe it was, I, who knows? Maybe it's like, doesn't mean like physically. I'm saying, so in high, in middle school, I had buck teeth. And if there was a saloon named Bucktooth Meg, I would be <laughs> furious. I would haunt, I, my nickname in high school was forehead. And so. <laughs> yeah, just, so mean. I didn't mean to laugh that hard, but I was like, I'm just like, that's so mean. But like not like just forehead. That's like, what I was gonna say because like big nose, buck tooth, yeah. like it, it, but yours is just forehead. Just the name of the body part. What <laughs> would it be? Like forehead bakery or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> forehead saloon. <laughs> I would haunt the shit out of that. Dude, if me I died too. and someone named a saloon after a body part of mine making fun of it i would haunt it (laughs) yeah i think this is way justified for her to stick around and be like really guys yeah even it's not even that big (laughs) that's what i would be doing you couldn't just name it kate's like you have to now i see how you guys really or just don't just name it something else jesus yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Anyway, so I thought that was because she has no like if it was her like everyone's like up we're going down to big nose Kate's and then it just stuck. 
Yeah. But that's not what this is. Like, right. Strange. And so, wait, so they have weddings there? Apparently interesting. It looks like it's like a reception hall. It wouldn't be like a hotel. Okay. It's actually really stinking cute. Oh my gosh. Look at how cute it is. There's this cute oh, little... Oh, it is cute. It, it looks like very old Western. They have Mick. <laughs> He's yeah. like an old DJ with a cowboy hat. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so it makes Wait, total sense. Wait, scroll down a little bit. Is that a band, Nacho Problem? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love yeah. it. I again I want to go oh my gosh are they oh I wanted Nacho Problem to be on Halloween but they're not but they do have a Halloween party okay I'm so sorry (laughs) listeners I don't know what's wrong with my brain today but it's like it's interesting because it's like stained glass I think they maybe have a picture of like a stained glass oh yeah image and a really cool stained glass thing that just says vigilante justice on it yeah yeah that's (laughs) pretty cool (laughs) This place is cool, but I would okay. I'm gonna say it. I would never want to meet a man here. I feel like <laughs> no. I had to really think about it because sometimes I like think if I hadn't met Dan, it would be so cool to date a cowboy. Do you ever like think about that? You, I was gonna say, I feel like you could go there a thousand times, and there would not be a single man there that you would want to meet. <laughs> But then one day you'll be sitting at the bar and one cool cowboy who just moved to town will come in. So like, I feel like it could happen, but you gotta go go through a lot to find it. Yeah, you gotta, yeah. And then I'd have to help on the farm. That's when the, like, that's when the daydream breaks down. Like, I love the hat. I love the boots. I don't want to smell like cow poop. Yeah. (laughs) And I don't want to have to like, clean cow poop covered clothes or line dance i've been seeing a lot of line uh-huh. dancing on my tiktok and yeah i don't know what it is i love to dance but i am such a hater when it comes to line dancing yeah i couldn't do it <laughs> i hope we don't have like a lot of southern listeners because they're probably <laughs> hating i'm sorry I don't, i'm really on one tonight i accidentally insulted the listeners on this other recording that i did too so okay. i'm sorry team I feel like, well, I will say with line dance, I did go like once when I was in college, like someone took me to like a line dancing event at a local bar. You feel like the problem is like, it's not easy to pick up. Yeah. And I'm not a good dancer. So that could be on me. But I feel like it's not like, I feel like it's the same way as when I go to a casino. Like you can't just jump in and give it a shot because you'll mess everyone else up. Yeah. And you know, now that I'm thinking about it, I, when I watched the TikTok, it wasn't that they were line dancing. It was like the drama. Like, it's like, watch him reach for me. So as he's spinning another girl, he reaches for another girl and then they start dancing. It's like, see, he wanted to dance with me. And I'm like, I couldn't handle that. I couldn't handle being spun off. Yeah. I would be so mad. Yeah. I agree. All right. A dude in a belt buckle. Tombstone is not the place for us. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I do sometimes like when Dan's annoying me, daydream what it'd be like if I just moved to Texas and found a cowboy and just started a new life on a farm somewhere. (laughs) Because I do love goats. I love goats so much. And Dan's gonna have on a goat farm. (laughs) Dan's gonna have to edit this and be like, what the fuck? (laughs) 
Hey, I'm Danny. I'm John. And we host Blanket and Covers, the show where we cover the covers. Have you ever thought about trying to find every single version of Angel of the Morning or Careless Whispers? That's an us thing, I think. Yeah. <laughs> if that's something that you think you would be into, I think you should definitely check out our show. We think that by listening to every version of a song that has ever been done can like gain something new. Yeah. Each week we do a, a deep dive through a band's catalog or one specific song. Season one is out there now. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, let's get back to the ghosts. So we talked about Big Nose Kate, but let's look at Swamper. According to the article Big Nose Kate Saloon by the site Little House of Horrors, Swamper used to be a miner and he was given a room in the basement. Swamper was a friendly man, but he was very protective of this basement. No one was ever allowed in his room. After his death, people found out why. Swamper had been digging his own shaft late at night in search of his own treasure. Legend says Swamper did find his treasure, but he had no idea how to sneak it out without other people seeing it. When he died, his tunnel was discovered, but his treasure was never found. So people believe he's still around guarding his alleged treasure. Especially young men are unwelcome in his tunnel. He will push and poke them until they leave. He also likes breaking glasses in the, in the saloon, but he's quite harmless altogether interesting all right see that's like a ghost like i can like i like that's cool like you're just protecting your treasure you're not trying to hurt anyone you just don't want them near your treasures i like the idea of ghosts like drinking at the bar i would love to have a ghost drinking at the bar at my wedding yeah like that who needs donut walls Right. <laughs> you got a ghost at the bar like are you going to meg's wedding i heard she got a ghost she has a ghost it's gonna be posted up yeah that would be so awesome and i would love to explain an open bar to a ghost like yeah especially a ghost from like old times it's all free it's all yeah. free buddy i mean not for me so but for you know yeah. this is why we do it right go for it yeah I mean, I, I also like that Swamper, I don't know. I feel like I imagine him kind of like a bouncer. Like he pokes and pushes like dudes when they're getting rowdy. Yeah. But maybe that's just because I like him. Like nah. to be a dude from the old West that doesn't harass women. That's like very. That's true. Unique. Very true. Especially in a place called big nose kate's <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah they need to work on their nicknames big nose kate and swamper yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, like why swamper yeah wait like, a minute <laughs> they're not like in a bayou somewhere no mm-hmm. he was a minor right like yeah dusty maybe i don't know swamp minor I want to know if swamping is like a, a minor. Nope. I was like, maybe it's like a term. For yeah. Minor. Like, yeah. Anyway, that is Big Nose Kate's. I also love the idea of like you making a formal wedding invitation and it being on fancy and then saying like location, Big Nose Kate's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a barn wedding for sure. You're coming yeah. from a barn. Yeah. Very cool one though. It's a cool space and it's a historic space. Like anyone that yes. got married there, like it's a story to tell and, and for I, sure. 
I bet like the whole town is cool to like explore oh, yeah. to, you know, like if you go there and you're getting married there, you're coming in for a wedding there. Like I bet there's a lot of other really cool places. And they mentioned it's like, it's partially a ghost town. So I wonder if you could get like live at like places to stay pretty on the cheap or if it's like yeah. condemned. I don't or know. Or like a haunted hotel to stay to double up oh, on hauntings. Cool. You know, it's interesting. This is just like when we talked on that Penn State episode, but I feel like at a wedding, especially a Southern wedding, it'd be hard to tell the ghosts from the real people. Yeah. Right? They're probably the like dressed and... up. Yeah. And like, I bet I see, I know I'm just take, totally taking a guess, but I bet a lot of them wear cowboy hats. Right. Yeah. I would assume. Yeah. yeah. Crazy very interesting so i'm gonna end i i really this last story is so, anyway did sorry did you have anything else to say about poor big nose kate's no just no. your nose is not that big kate, you kate you're fine. beautiful the yeah. way you are yeah so rude <laughs> yeah. i i definitely want to visit all three of these places though um so the final one is the don cesar hotel in saint pete beach florida hmm. So according to the article, the Don Cesar Hotel in Tampa by the website Nightly Spirits, the history of the Don Cesar Hotel begins several years before its construction. It begins with young and forbidden love. In the 1890s, a young Thomas Rowe attended school in England and frequented the opera. One fateful night, he attended the play Maritana, where he met Lucinda, a beautiful singer. Thomas and Lucinda quickly fell in love. The pair met secretly at a fountain in the courtyard. He called and he called her Maritana and she called him Don Cesar after the characters of the play where they met. As their romance blossomed, Lucinda's parents grew concerned about their religious differences and moved Lucinda back to Spain. Thomas and Lucinda promised to write to each other and find one another again. Heartbroken, Thomas made his way to the United States and eventually Florida. Thomas didn't give up on his love even after arriving in Tampa. He wrote letters to Lucinda often, year after year, but every letter was returned unopened. Until one day, Thomas received word of Lucinda's death, uh, along with a single letter addressed to him from his lost love, asking why he never wrote her. Oh, no. I don't know what happened there. I hope it's not like the notebook scenario. I, that's what I thought. It's what it probably was. The parents moved her away to get away from him. Uh-huh. So, like, yeah. they, they 100% would steal the letters. Like, if he writes for, like, multiple years, like, don't you just give in at that point? Aren't you just, like, how can you, I don't know. I if you were the parents? Yeah, like, yeah. where you're like, oh, he was really serious? Like, I don't know. I don't get why parents do stuff like that. It's just so terrible. Um, yeah, but it seems like it wasn't a matter of like how serious it was it, for them. Like if it was religious, like it's not like that. I don't know. I'm not defending their actions. They were totally wrong if they stole these letters. But. Yeah. Well, they sent it back. It seems like they just didn't open them and sent them back. Ugh, yeah. So this hotel, the Don Cesar, was built by Thomas as a memorial to his lost love, Lucinda. Oh. I know. Construction began in 1924 on the 80-acre plot of land perched on the sandy beach of St. Pete. The fountain that graces the lobby and the courtyard were built to be identical to the ones in England where Lucinda and Thomas would meet. <laughs> there is no sad tale of death or vengeful spirits to be found here. One may hear an odd sound, feel a ghostly presence, or see a door open on its own. With any luck, even see a ghost. 
Don Cesar is the perfect spot to enjoy some ghostly happenings without risk of harm. It reopened to the public in 1973, and almost immediately, staff of the hotel began reporting sightings. A gentleman in a white summer suit wearing a Panama was the first and most common ghost spotted. This spirit is believed to be that of the late Thomas Rowe wandering the grounds of his hotel. Guests and staff alike have reported seeing Rowe, sometimes with Lucinda at the fountain. Oh! And on the fifth floor where Roe resided. At times, Roe will greet hotel guests with a friendly smile as they enter, only to disappear when approached. Strange sounds and knocking have been heard. Doors will graciously open to assist staff carrying trays or luggage. By all accounts, a friendly and helpful spirit, Thomas Roe, even in death, remains a dedicated hotelier. Thomas Roe may be the most famous ghost at Don Cesar, but legend says that he's not the only one. Many ha- guests have reported an eerie feeling in some res- rooms, sightings of spirits and ghosts dressed well past the days of Thomas and Lucinda. Many believe that these ghosts are former patients, uh, um, soldiers who stayed at Don Cesar when it was used as a military hospital. Eerie noises and unsettling feelings are reported throughout the hotel. Like Thomas Rowe, there have been no reports of these spirits harming or scaring guests, so perhaps Thomas is still keeping the hotel safe. Oh, that's so sweet. What a sweet story. I love a helpful ghost. I love that he's just like still trying to make it nice for people. And I also like to imagine that he does like behind the scenes, like kick out like mean, like if there were to be any mean ghosts, he's like, like, no, you can't. Yeah, he protects them. He's like, no shadow spirits here. I don't think so. Yeah. I made this for the love of my life. It is very much like the notebook the more I think about it. Like building a house? Yeah, it's like the ghost notebook. <laughs> the ghost notebook. The ghost book. Also, have you ever seen the movie The Terminal with Mm-mm. Tom Hanks? In that he builds the woman like a fountain. Does he? Like in the airport. Yeah. Oops, spoiler alert. But um, oh <laughs> well that yeah. makes it less romantic. In an airport? No, thank well, you. The whole movie is he's stuck in the airport oh, okay, for like okay. nine months or something like that for i don't you know whatever movie reasons you know um, delayed flights the usual yeah he was like <laughs> his country was in a war so okay. he couldn't go back but then he couldn't get into the u.s so then he, was stuck there and he fell in love with the flight attendant and built her a whole fountain was it creepy or did she like it um she liked it but we didn't end up together so she didn't oh. like it that much well, yeah, I wouldn't want to live in an airport. So that is for sure one of those things. Like I always say, if you're into him, it's cute. If you're not, that's super creepy. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a lot of context. Like if she's encouraging him, like she sees it and she's like, oh, you're doing it. That's cool. But if she like sees him and she's like, don't talk to me. And then he starts building this fountain. It's so it's just like it's like, do dudes pick up on social cues or not? Yeah. To me? Like, I think yeah. the first interaction is always unknown so it's fair to be like yeah dude you just didn't know but then once you know if you still build a family yes, you know how yes. weird you are yeah creepy weirdo i also am gonna say i now have super high expectations that if i die before frank <laughs> he better build me a hotel <laughs> and then spend the rest of his life his afterlife haunting it <laughs> with me <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, yeah, Dan and Frank, they can go in on it together. Yeah. But- <laughs> and they can name it something like Beautiful Meg and Perfect Melissa <laughs> Hotel. 
<laughs> haunted hotel. Are you getting all of this, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Instead of like fountains, it would just have like pugs and like white cheddar popcorn fountains and like. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness! Yes. <laughs> I really, I'm really happy to end on this story because it was just from, it was sad, but like, it's kind of like, look, true love can sometimes like achieve such cool things, right? Like yeah. building such a cool, nice place where I've never heard of a ghost holding the door for staff, Oh, which is such a cool, yeah, that everyone, you know, all, I mean, we, you didn't really hear it a lot in big nose case, but both in the Alaska hotel and this hotel, they're so on board. Cause normally when you hear hotel stories, they're like, we're not going to tell you about it. Like, yeah, you know, like it's scary. Yeah. People ask to leave the rooms, but in these cases they were like, so into it, you know? Yeah. Like they embraced it. I also love that he greets guests. Like yeah. I think that's sweet. Like he's still like, you know, like he's so excited. People are going there and stuff. And but... he's all in white. Yeah. That is a sad, like, story, though. Also, what did he do that he was able to, like, build a whole hotel? I'm rolling my... He was probably just a rich dude, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I don't mean to be presumptuous. Maybe he, like, earned his money some way. But I just feel like back in those times, like, to hear stories like this, you were, like, a a big, fancy, rich dude. And had a lot of time. Like, going to the opera in England and then coming back to America and, and building, like... There's there's old money I'm sensing in all of that, yeah. right? Still sweet. Does not discount him building it in her name, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> if a poor guy did it, it would have been. Yeah. <laughs> like, for example, Ryan Gosling right! in the notebook. Exactly. He had to make all that money, and then he wasted all that money, and then it paid off. Yeah, because that's all women really want is you to. To take something decrepit and build a beautiful home for us. Yes. <laughs> Please send this episode to Frank. <laughs> oh man, this has been ridiculous. I mean, it's all of it is romantic. And yeah. you know, the idea of being able to stay with someone even after you're dead is kind of sweet. Mm-hmm. That you can have that control and come back. Cause she died over wherever in Spain wherever she was and she yeah came, she came back to him i wonder how far apart they died like in years i wonder did it tell me i don't think it said yeah well they might not even really have like records of her life and death maybe yeah it doesn't say i well she definitely yeah died before he did like well mm-hmm. before he did because he built the whole ho- whole hotel oh right because that was after she died after yeah. she died yeah so. okay. oh my god no could you imagine if she was alive and he's like well i built you this hotel <laughs> but yeah so those are um my stories i hope you liked them i love and, them um maybe if you want to get remarried again like you were <laughs> saying in the beginning these are all great suggestions yes i'm sure they're very and cheap if you get married there please invite us <laughs> <laughs> I really. Oh, I wish I could travel more than I, I get to travel a lot now, but I wish I could travel because I would love to go to St. Pete and mm-hmm. and see this haunted hotel. Which one would you go to if you could only go to one? Mm. Ooh, good question. Probably 
Probably the one in Tombstone. Oh, I was thinking that too. Yeah. I mean, because again, because I think that's really cool. But I also, like I said, I like it's a whole ghost the town. town. Yeah. So I feel like I'd be able to experience a lot around it. I also feel like it's cool. it seems rowdy. Yeah. I want to see Nacho Problem and <laughs> that old man like DJ. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that's the thing too. Like in the pictures of their events, and of course on your own website, you're going to put pictures of when the place is full. But it seems like it gets like a crowd. Like it's not just like one of these saloons that are old and you Pull have like the the two drunk like townies who sit in it and drink every night. Like it does seem like they have stuff going on. So. Yeah, they have a big list of events. They're and they're pretty busy. I think Swamper was my favorite ghost. So Swamper, yeah. Swamper was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, he's the least of the bummers too. I think because he just died. He didn't like, yeah. get murdered or anything. Yeah, I think it's hilarious. We didn't talk about this, and we could wrap up soon. But I think it's hilarious. He found all that gold and then couldn't figure out a way to get it out of there. Yeah. It's like, okay, how do I discreetly? Because that was a time where they would just kill you and take it. Like, right. Like, you could just risk it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just keep it here and look at it. <laughs> like, what a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm rich, but I can't spend any of it. Yeah. I'd be intrigued. Like, so that must mean he, like, hid it somewhere else down there. That's what they were hinting at, that like, it's never a- been found. Yeah, like that's interesting. That'd be fun, a fun rehearsal dinner just going down into the shaft. Dude, I wouldn't do that to Swamp though. Oh, you're right. Oh, you have a nickname for his nickname already? <laughs> My man Swamps. <laughs> well, RP Swamps. Yeah. Thank you for being on the show. Don't worry, I won't send you treasure. <laughs> Do you have any? Oh, this would be fun. So instead of plugs, because you're you don't do comedy, nope. um, do you have any recommendations, wedding suggestions, or things you've learned from? Mm. Um, I will say. Oh man, that's tough. Okay, sorry. I no, it's okay. <laughs> I think the biggest thing is trying to set aside special times like in your schedule like I know it's like hard to schedule for special moments but I think it's really important to be like okay this will allow us like 10 minutes to like on the day of the wedding yeah on the day of the wedding to like sneak off and just like have a relaxing moment and then Meg your bridesmaid can keep interrupting them oh my god dude I know I'm sorry I only did it once I was thinking about it I did it once and Amanda ran away and I didn't and then I was like I should run away but it was so close to the family time I Meg I'm totally teasing dude no I was as soon as you said find time to sneak away I was like oh okay listeners there was a moment where there was like a place where you can hide like with food and stuff and you know whatever but we were having a family thing family people in the wedding party moment so I just went up there to be ready for that and Frank and Melissa were just there and I was like do I need to leave and they were both like no and I stayed because I'm dumb and I'm sorry Frank if you listen I'm sorry to both of you I it's okay in between the ceremony and the reception 
Frank was driving us and his roommate, who's the best man, was like, can I get a ride? Oh, my so gosh. From our ceremony to reception with Luke in the backseat. So we were <laughs> not like the only third wheel of the day. I don't know if you noticed, but I was like, I, you probably just wanted some nice, intimate, private time alone. But I was like, I'm just going to be quiet because I imagine they don't want to talk to anyone. So I'm just going to sit here. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't realize like my whole presence was probably just not what you needed in that moment. No, and honestly, I'm... that was fine. I did just need to not talk. And you have permission to do that to me. When I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hide in your hotel room for the night. And when you get back, I'm going to be under the covers like, hello. <laughs> Dan, I told, I guess she has to say, I told her. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Find intimate moments and also tell your bridesmaids to, to F off if they don't listen. I also, I had my dog there. Oh, and yeah. Anyone who can do that, I highly recommend we use the service. Their name is literally Here Comes the Pup. And they like take care of your dog for the day. And it's like he had his own little butler and it was adorable. So, so sweet. Yeah, it was, yeah, he looked, he had a little bow tie. He looked adorable. Yes. It rocked. Yeah. So that's my recommendation. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks for that. And thanks yeah. for being on the show. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Real Chills is produced by Meg Getz and Alyssa Jaskowski. The show is edited by Dan Getz, theme music by Sam Williamson, and artwork by Buffy the Design Slayer. Subscribe where you get podcasts and follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Real Chills Podcast. Slide into those DMs with your true scary stories. Real Chills Podcast is a member of the Wasted Robot Network. This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information and links to other shows please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com slash podcasts.